Hello and welcome to the second episode of Dames and Discussions, where uh, we have discussions around role-playing, either with dames or about topics that involve dames. Basically, we're going to try and involve dames in every discussion around role-playing because more dames in role-playing is a good thing. Hashtag woman in tabletop. So today I'm with Wednesday, who is one of the players of Dum Dum Die with me, which is the homebrew D&D 5th ed edition actual play, which I run, and she plays... I play Zantelarian, the sexy rogue. As you, as you can see, she won't. Um, and today we're going to be discussing extra life and role-playing for charity. Welcome. So today we're going to be discussing Extra Life. So Extra Life began in 2008 and it started with um, basically a gamer just wanting to help a hospital or a, a girl that he found out had leukemia. So he just wanted to help her and he did that by raising charity through role, um, well, through gaming for 24 hours. And since then it's grown and it's grown to have partners like the Miracle Children's Network. So now they give all their money that they raise. Any gamer can can apply to be part of Extra Life and they give it to the Children's Miracle Network, which hands out the funds to children's hospitals so that children never have to pay for um, medical care. So whether it's a broken leg or it's cancer, uh, children can go there for free. It is, however, mostly focused in... North America and Canada and apparently also Puerto Rico, but gamers internationally can play, but if they want to be part of the Extra Life platform, they have to donate to the international charities which dish out the money to deserving causes internationally, but might not necessarily say give to anyone here in South Africa. So we're South Africans. So um, Wednesday, I'd like to know, uh, because you've been role-playing for a very long time. Yeah. She doesn't um, look it though. <laughs> a very, very long time. <laughs> um, let's say, yeah, it's almost 20 years. Okay, yeah. so in those 20 years, has anyone in South Africa like role-played for charity? Not that I'm aware of, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, like we're, we're all a hugely charitable bunch. Like I know um, my partner, when his sister got sick and he was um, struggling a bit for money, his role-playing game gave gave him money to help pay for his sister's hospitalization and and things like that. So it's not that we're not charitable, but why do you think why do you think we haven't done it? Okay, so look, so one of the issues with South Africa, I mean if you compare it to the US, is that we don't have that many people, um, especially for alternative type um hobbies. I'll call them hobbies. I'm not really sure what else to call them. Um, <laughs> Lifestyles, like uh, general states of being. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little bit too close to a lifestyle. But, um, but basically, um, there isn't enough interest, I think. Um, and with that, the problem is that you're not going to be able to get a big enough group of people contributing to a cause, for example, like Extra Life, because there aren't enough people sort of paying attention to the role-playing community, even though we are growing at the moment. I mean, D&D is big again now. I'm not sure why, but it is. Because of us, <laughs> clearly. No, not because of us, but do watch us slash listen to us. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> 
Um, so do you think it's a lack of interest within the role-playing community as the players or a lack of interest from outside people to give us money to role-play? I think it's more outside. Um, I'm pretty sure almost everybody has one person that they know that, that role-plays. Or maybe you don't know that person role-plays, but they do. I promise you, they do. Um, so basically, we're not getting enough interest from the outside. Um, in order to achieve something as big as Extra Life, we'd need to get a lot of sponsorship in, you'd need to get big companies in, and you'd need to basically push it to be something sort of almost as big as Rage is, generally. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Rage is the electronic gaming convention here in South Africa. It's the biggest uh, geek gaming convention in South Africa. They, I think this year they had about 60,000 visitors, which I know to those of you listening overseas, you're like, oh, so cute. What a cute little convention you have. But uh, for us, it's, it's actually quite huge. Um, so the thing is, Extra Life did start as just like one guy wanting to help out like a local girl and he just went and asked friends and families. I mean, he was a YouTuber, so he did have some some help there. But he just asked like friends and family, like, guys, will you give me a dollar for every hour I play? And now um, anyone can sign up. So whether you play board games, you play role-playing games, they say even if you're playing, gonna go outside and play horse. <laughs> do, you, do you guys know horse? So basically... Uh, Maybe there's a different South African version, but basically you kick a ball against like towards each other, and if you miss the ball, you get the H, of, and then you spell the word horse, and then that other person gets reprimanded. I remember maybe I just went to a ghetto like area where you we used to like pummel each other, <laughs> so you don't want to be the horse. <laughs> um, so they say like literally you can play any kind of game. I mean, but I think obviously electronic gamers have it inverted commas, easier. I agree. Because they, they live stream their games and they're, they have huge international followings. Yeah, and esports is huge now as well. Absolutely. And like you said, they do have, um, they've started getting a lot of big sponsors involved. So now Wizards of the Coast is involved. Humble Bundle's involved. You can exactly. buy an Extra Life Humble Bundle. You can buy Reddit is involved. So there's, and, and more. There's more. I just can't... Twitch, Treon. Um, I can't remember them all. <laughs> but what do you think would be the steps? So let's say... Actually, yeah, I'm going to say it now. I want to buy next year this time minimum... Okay, I'm saying this because we don't do this full time. So it would be um, in my part time that I do this. Dum Dum Die will have a, a charity role-playing event. So what do you think we would need to do to, to get that to work here? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, we'd need to boost our exposure, I think. Okay, look, I know nothing about marketing. I'm a scientist. <laughs> um, but we need to boost our exposure. We're getting a lot of feedback from overseas now. Um, we're gaining a lot of traction, but we actually need to ramp it up in order to be able to sort of deliver on some kind of charity event, I think. Of course. And then so I think more the question is, what do you think it'll take to get South Africans involved in, in role-playing for charity as role-players, but then also just to get South Africans as donators involved? Because I think, I think in South Africa, there is a very close mentality about, um, you know, if you're geeks, and I think there is still some of that satanic panic fear and, you know, <laughs> we're, we're not as open-minded around geek and alternative lifestyles as, as some other countries. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely a little bit of that. Um, 
but it can work. Look, my parents are listening to the podcast, so now they actually know what role-playing is rather than thinking I'm in a cult. That's good. So there's that. Um, I think a good start, if we wanted to start small, would maybe to be to go to a children's home and actually run a role-playing game for kids. And if we can bring uh, media in to see that, then maybe we can actually push it as a real thing, as an idea where we go on a regular basis, maybe like once every two months to a different children's home. And we just basically play with the kids, get them more interested in role playing. And then we push from there. Yeah, I mean, aside from aside from the fact that if we could raise money through that, but uh, role playing there's lots of, uh, well, I don't know if case studies is the right word because it feels like it's just... <laughs> Please don't use um, words like that without scientific backup. Yes. <laughs> I think the battery's running out, so I might have to just change the battery there. And we're back. Uh, as I said, this is only our second episode of Dames and Discussions. Uh, we are recording this for our podcast as well, so please go check that out. And for our YouTube. So if you're on the podcast listening, go check out the YouTube where you can see footage of the amazing Wednesday and and me. And then, um, so because it is our second time, well, actually, it's no excuse. I forgot to uh, replace the memory card in the camera. So... That's what the beep was. But we're back. Like nothing happened. Like magic. So... Aside from the fact that um, it would be nice to go to those charities and play games with the kids and raise funds for those kids, um, there's, and I was going to say, there's a lot of case studies, but Wednesday was like, as a scientist, don't say that. Um, So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, what would you call it, personal opinion with some, like, I don't know. Community facts? Yeah. (laughs) Experience, (laughs) life experience, I guess. That um, role-playing can help uh, help, uh, kids and help people uh, work better in teams, uh, become more imaginative. And so it's actually helpful aside from the fact that they'd be raising money and having fun. Oh, definitely. Um, I think, well, for me personally, role-playing has been very helpful. I know that the majority of people that I know that role-play also suffer from various um, mental depressive disorders, and role-playing really does help them um, because it gives you an escape, like an outlet, like any other kind of gaming or any other kind of activity, um, and it allows you to fully immerse yourself which is also really good. Um, I feel that it develops your creativity, it helps to grow your imagination, and it just basically allows you what you... Well, it allows you to do stuff that you actually can't do, and that's what makes it fantastic. Um, yeah, so I think role-playing is is really beneficial, um, and that getting it out there, getting making it become a little bit more mainstream wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Awesome. And so speaking of mainstream um, uh, role-playing, uh, I know Geek and Sundry is doing a, a part, taking part in Extra Life. Uh, I assume they're also part of the WOTC contingent. So please go do support all the people who are taking part in Extra Life. If you don't live in a country where Extra Life is a thing or you want to give somewhere to your own country, there's nothing stopping you to go and, you know, organize something and say, hey, mom, can you give me 240 bucks if I play for 24 hours? And then your mom will be like, yes, here's some cookies. Or your mom's like, don't you have to study? And you're like, no, no, I don't have to study. I have to save children, which is a legitimate thing. Life goals. Life go- I don't think saving children as a life goal is a bad life goal. <laughs> no, 24-hour gaming life goals. Yes. 
So um, you can go check out Extra Life and find out people who are playing uh, by extra-life.org or, you know, go check out Geek & Sundry, go check out your, your favorite role players and your favorite podcasts or your favorite electronic gamers. And if they are taking part in Extra Life, they'll totally say it. It usually happens on the 4th of November. However, you can have an Extra Life event sort of whenever you want, which we will do. We will definitely oh, do. Yeah. I'm saying it now. We will do by at least this time next year. It With a happen. lot of Red Bull. Yes. Although they're not paying us for that. So. No, they aren't. Red Bull, come now. <laughs> so uh, I hope this was helpful and I hope it inspired you to possibly just get more involved in your community with your role-playing. And I, it's definitely inspired me to try and get the role-playing community here more involved outside of the tables at their friends' houses. Because I also feel like we don't like see each other. It's just like you play with your four friends and that's the only role-players you know. Yeah, well, that and Icon, but Icon also, it's growing, but just not big enough yet, I think. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Icon is the more tabletop gaming convention in South Africa, and this probably has like 15,000 people, which is very good for us, but we know you're like, oh, you're so cute with your itty-bitty cards, with your baby cards, baby cards. So, so thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on Dames and Discussions, and if you have someone you'd like us to discuss it with, please leave your comments below and let us know. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends and review us on your favorite iTunes app. Thank you so, so much for listening and Please remember, if you enjoyed this, to share it with all your friends, foes, families, and familiars. And give us a rating and a review, and especially on iTunes, but on your favorite uh, podcast service provider app person. Platform. Platform. See, she's a scientist. I just made her stories. Uh, please don't forget, we have an actual play where you can get to know Wednesday's characters, Antelaria and the Sexy Rogue, and get to hear more of my voice, which is always a bonus. So... <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening. A big thank you to Tristan, who is our amazing sound engineer and came up with the concept for this week's discussion, as well as to Veed Govetz. I said it right. Um, for making the awesome sound and music that plays in our show. So as always, have a most amazing week of gaming and please do take part in Extra Life. Thanks for being with us Wednesday. No worries. You do realize it looked ridiculous on camera. No. I'm just saying. So th when you edit. That, this is a falsehood. <laughs> okay.